Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with a new Maribel Blue Unfiltered. I want to welcome everyone to this new podcast. Now this is going to be different because you know we have the reality TV edition, we have the business edition, and now introducing the self-awareness edition. As you know, I have been going through this big transition with my MaribelBlue.com site. It was time for me to move on and begin really exploring the things that I truly love, which is coaching, life coaching, business coaching, and just really helping people out. Just the other day, I launched the new site. It looks fantastic. It's simplistic. I'm writing things that I love to write about. And I feel that now with everything that's all coming together, my everything, my little empire is becoming synchronized. Now, there are still many other things that I'm working on, and I know at some point, I will get to them. It really is about just finding a balance and maybe finding an assistant. But in the meantime, right now, it's all me. And I'm good with that because, like I said, I feel a sense of balance. Now, on today's episode, I want to talk about a recent post that I put up about transformation on MaribelBlue.com and how it works to benefit your sound mind. And of course, something that happened on Instagram, no surprise, that ties into today's topic and what I want to talk about. But before I get into it, let me just do a commercial. I'm not going to insert one. Of course, I'm going to be talking about my product store, Servebox. Servebox is a product store where you can purchase different style boxes with innovative products at a low price. With everything being on a budget these days, I came up with this idea where people would have like a personal shopper, which is me. I put all of these great products together for you to try out. And of course, we have that line, the spa boxes. It's very cheap. It's $21.99. And I'm going to tell you now, the pictures on Servebox don't even show more than half of the stuff that I'm putting into the box. Go follow my Instagram at Servebox Store. That's S-E-R-V-B-O-X-X Store. Follow on Twitter at Servebox. And of course, you can follow me at Maribel Blue. And I'm going to be doing a lot of these shows, so I'm looking forward to it. Be sure to shop at Servebox. That's S-E-R-V-B-O-X-X dot com. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> For a limited time, use the offer code custom custom serve 2021. You get 10% off any purchase $45 or more. And that's basically it. <laughs> so get shopping. So let's get into this program episode, the inspiration edition. So there's a video circulating on Twitter and on Instagram where these girls are harassing an Uber driver. 
They're very obnoxious. They're very disrespectful. I don't know what was the cause of the argument or why they just decided to act like assholes because I'm almost sure this is their normal asshole behavior. <laughs> just like if you behave like that, this is not anything new caught on camera. This is your real behavior and you have issues. A guy who I follow, we both follow each other mutually. He had put it up on his Instagram and I had commented on how gross they are and how gross their behavior is. And I don't know who decided to report my comment because a little while later I go on Instagram and I switch over accounts and I see this big old screen. You violated your comment, blah, blah, blah. We took it down. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are they talking about? So I go in, I check and see, and I see that it's that comment because it's not there anymore. So, of course, I dispute it because I'm like, there are people who are saying way worse shit than I am when it came to this video. So why is it that the word gross, like how am I chastising anybody or bullying anybody using the word gross? Their behavior is gross. It's disgusting to see something like that. And the woman, or I shouldn't even say, she's not a woman, she's a child, coughing all over this man on purpose. It's not even funny. It's stupid. And these girls, they're stupid. If they ever hear this show, yeah, I'm saying you're stupid. Bottom line. Look at your behavior. This is the problem with a lot of people in society is that they're not looking at behavior. They were acting like a wild pack of jackasses. For me, I felt like, why is it that this person, of course, they're not going to report other comments because you have these specialty people who hate you for no reason at all because they're at home miserable, accomplishing nothing. I hate to do this because this is supposed to be inspirational. And for some people, it's just a true thing that they are really miserable people and they just want to make everybody else just as miserable. They don't want to change. Needless to say, I see that my comment was back up and I said, you know what, I'm just going to take it down because it's not even worth the argument. And that's what I did. And I told the guy, well, I didn't tell him I had commented, oh, somebody reported my post. He put up a post and he had apologized to me, which I appreciate, but it's not really his fault that other people are just stupid and have nothing better else to do. And my thing is, it's like, if you have a problem with my comment, you come to me. Don't report it on Instagram because it's not going to make me go away. I'm still going to be here. Here's the other thing to that. Not too long ago, I had commented on a post where they ask you yay or nay. It was like a bungee jumping kind of a thing. I was like, oh, no, not me. Like I said, it's a no for me. And then some dude comes in and calls me an idiot bitch. And it's like, of course, I reported it. Of course, I blocked him. Of course, they took the comment down. But this is the thing that I'm talking about, like on the level of being called an idiot bitch as opposed to being gross. Like you tell me, <laughs> what's the comparison here? One is obviously worse than the other. And as far as this dude calling me that, like, I could care less. It's not hurting my feelings 
Things like that don't hurt my feelings. I've learned a long time ago when it comes to social media, words that people spew at me mean absolutely nothing. It does not affect who I am. It doesn't take away who I am because I know exactly who I am and what I'm here to achieve. So whatever anybody thinks of me, it doesn't matter. It wasn't like that in the beginning before I cared about everything that everybody thought about me. And I try to control everything that was coming out of everybody's mouth about me. And then you find out that trying to do that only makes you insane. People pleasing doesn't work for anybody. I think in the world of social media, I look at people who are in charge of Instagram, the people who are in charge of Instagram, they're the real bullies. Think about it. People get stuck on this realization they need social media in order to succeed. So why do I say that? Because think about the times before social media and businesses, they were quite successful without a bunch of likes behind them or some sort of random YouTube influencer. Back in the day when television was, I guess, more popular than it, than it is now, I don't know, celebrities were paid to do these ads. That's what you saw on television when a celebrity endorsed a product. That was a big thing. Now in the world of the internet, everything has changed. Can I say in confidence that it has changed for the better? No. Do we have the potential to change? Absolutely. But in order for us to change, we have to want to change. In recent years, people have become either consumed with the news, which leads to feeling anger and resentment towards people, consumed with videoing the next Karen or creating the next TikTok viral video. The one thing while all of this is going on, I began to do for myself was working on my ideas. While the world is busy bantering about, I was quietly creating Servebox. And while other people were calling out who was the bigger asshole, the left or the right, I was working on my own transformation. This is something that I have been doing for years. But when the pandemic really began, I found that I really needed to step aside from the complaint department, which was the world. I had to really stop looking at what people were constantly complaining about. Because you see, when you lose sight of yourself and focus on the outward negativity, the goals that you have in mind go out the window. Because sending a hateful tweet is much more important. Putting up that meal on Instagram is much more important. I watched this documentary recently called The Social Dilemma. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. And I have to say, watching this, I mean, it took me a couple of days to watch because every time at night I would sit there and watch it, I would end up falling asleep only to next day have to start it all over again because I missed the whole thing. So for me, I felt like it was two hours of trying to watch this thing. Everything these texts and professors and authors have said about social media and everything that has been going on was the very same thing that I've been thinking about 
even during the MySpace days. Way back then, I already knew that having these things called profiles, creating all of these backdrops where it just seemed to signify your personality of who you are was a problem. I had seen it in this one girl where she relied upon her social media for her whole life. Every single thing that occurred in her life, she was right there writing it on her wall. And it came to a point, it was just awful. Like I realized that this girl from the minute she woke up and throughout the day, it was all about updating these people that she really didn't know who they were. Like she needed confirmation of her existence through these strangers. It seemed to have given her justification. And even telling her about it, it was almost like talking to a wall. It came to a point that eventually she just ended up hating me because she didn't like the things that I was telling her that these people really didn't care about her. And she wanted to believe that they did. On the flip side to that, I remember one time there would be these games that would go on through MySpace. I had played one of these like question games where you put up questions on a, on your wall and you answer it. And this guy who he and I, we were following each other for a long time. We seemed to have gotten along. I can't remember if I met him or not, but we used to have like really great conversations. And one day he sent me a message telling me he couldn't be my friend anymore because there are much more important things going on in the world than to have to sit there and read all of these games that I'm playing with other people. And I was shocked. I was like, yeah, I get it. I know that there's problems in the world, but the idea of social media was supposed to be a place where you unwind and you have fun and you're not taking yourself so seriously or the world for that matter. And it wasn't until Facebook had rolled out to the public, the tactics of being social had become far worse than I imagined. It was as if slowly but surely people started to change and people became either more defiant, more angry, more self-righteous, more of pushing their agenda. And I'm saying, okay, but this is not what I came here for. And it really came to a point where I found myself wasting more of my time arguing with people than actually maybe catching up with somebody that I hadn't seen in many years and connecting with them. It just ended up being out of pure disgust that I just said, hey, everybody, like whoever's on here, I'm not going to be posting on here anymore. I'm going to be using Twitter much more often. And I think Instagram at the time was up and coming before Stupid Berg had purchased it and made it the way it is now, kind of like similar 
to Facebook because when you think about it, there's still the same banter on there that you see on Facebook, which is annoying. The idea of having these social contacts and social media is to be social and not to be vile or angry or spewing hate. But this is what it has become. And while I still have my own Facebook page, I use it very, very little. I'll go on there once in a while. I wish people happy birthday. I'll check on family members. For the most part, if people ask me, do I have a Facebook page? I lie to them. I'm like, no, I don't have one anymore. I used to. I'm not in a place where I feel the need to explain myself. Who is Maribel Blue? What is it that I do? I'm not going to go through all that. So I just tell people, no, I don't have one. And they don't need to know that <laughs> that I have one because it's it's not going to make any sense for me to accept friend requests when I'm not even going to use it. I'm not going to use it to socialize. I'm not going to sit there and argue with people because it's a waste of my time. What I have found with social media is that everyone now has become the expert keyboard warrior. <laughs> I think I got this from somebody on Instagram who had responded to a post that I had put up when all of this stuff was going on last year. Everyone has become either a social political expert, a historian expert, a politically correct expert, a guru expert. I mean, I'm thinking with all of these experts floating around, why don't these so-called experts, why aren't they out there actually doing something, making a difference in the world? And I'll tell you why. Because it's easier to sit back on a keyboard and complain and make claims about who you are and what it is that you're doing than actually having to do the footwork. You see, when I first got clean, people would drill into my head over and over. You have to do the footwork. You have to do the footwork. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> do the footwork. Like I'm here, I'm making meetings, I'm showing up. And they would sit there and smile at me. And I'm like, okay, this must be like some secret code that I don't know about. Eventually, I figured it out <laughs> what, what that meant. You see, anyone can say a powerful statement to get someone to think, and anyone can call themselves guru without having any solid proof. As I said in my article, because I wrote an article earlier today on transformation, and you'll find it in my blog under MaribelBlue.com, quoting Dr. Joe Dispenza, he says, we live in an age of technology and ignorance is a choice. When I first heard that, I was floored. I had to hear it several times. How sad is that? How quickly we can be so entrusting to the bullshit, which is served up in a neat little package and believing that people are looking out for our best interests and they're not. A good one I heard from someone was that they can give you the technique through their fake marketing skills <laughs> that you can beat the algorithms. I mean, seriously, that's like saying you could beat the Terminator. Where are they getting this information from? If they knew how the algorithms work, they would know 
these things are way ahead, more than like a chess game. It's already a done deal. Pretty much, I think the algorithms have mastered all of us in some form or another. It has become easy for people to create a lie because most of the time they're either spent on a call or on a computer. You're not physically there. So imagine having to do it face to face. Sooner or later, you won't be able to keep up with the lies and people will see right through the bullshit. On the other side to that, people lie because it makes their world, quote unquote, realistic. Yes, on the computer side of things, life is wonderful. But what if one day we were forced to live without social media, without being attached to our phones and interacted with people face-to-face on a daily basis? Would you say half of the shit you would put up in a tweet? If those girls in the Uber cab got in the car with a homicidal maniac who drove the car at 100 miles per hour, would they have the ignorance they have now? Nope. Because the reality right then and there would set in that now their life is in that man's hands and they won't be able to get out of that car until the car stops. And it's only then that it's so sad that people have to figure shit out through a tragedy, through something horrible. And until then, it seems that's when somebody wakes up and smells the coffee and it sucks that It has to happen that way. For most people, yes. They have to go through a tragedy in order for them to figure it out. Reality today has become the alternate universe of how we want people to perceive how we live and how great we have it. And until we come into our own resolve and be true to ourselves, We will continue to live in that lie we created for the world to see and the one we may not want to get out of. So when you think about your life as a whole and where it is that you want to go and what it is that you wish to achieve, the only way that's going to happen is if you have a real desire to change your life goals. And I'm going to tell you, it's not very easy. (laughs) It really isn't. It is a daily journey of how to be able to overcome obstacles and really understand your passion, what it is that you want to do, where it is that you wish to go. And this is the very reason why I wanted to take this route, this part of my life, because this is something that I have been studying for years now. It's not something that just happened overnight for me. It took a long time for me to find my own confidence and my own voice to be able to say, okay, I'm going to step in these shoes now. I'm ready. It's time. And I'm glad that I'm here because it feels natural. If it wasn't natural, I wouldn't be able to talk about these things. I wouldn't be able to freely share my experience with you. And I think that it's really important for all of us that 
we find our voice, but how is it that we are going to use it? For some people, living the lie is easier, but for how long? So I'm going to leave you with this. I bought this book and I feel like it was the only one that was left. And I felt like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to buy this book. And I'm glad I did because it asked a series of questions. And some of them I did answer, but the bulk of it, I did not. So I am going to pick one question and give you a little project to do. And if you want, you can contact me and we can read it together. Please know that any conversations that I have with any of you is held in the strictest confidentiality. I do not play when it comes to people telling me things that are very important for them. So know that I would never breathe a word in any of our consultations that we have. I take that very seriously. I do. So I am going to randomly pick a question out of this book. Let's see. What can I find here? Hmm. I want to find something that, okay, this is a good question. Write a letter to your teenage self about how much your life will change as an adult. So think about that question. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on what you wrote. And I'm looking forward to doing more of these inspirational editions. And of course, for anything reality television, because you know I'm going to be talking about Chris and Paige very soon, you can follow Maribel Blue on filter.com. You can join the mailing list there. And you can also follow that Twitter account at mblueunfiltered. And that's where I talk about all reality television. I want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. I hope that it helps you be much more inspirational in your life and to be able to feel like you can achieve your goals and that anything can happen for you and just remain positive. Yes, there are people in the world who are not. <laughs> We're not going to be perfect. We're going to say things on social media that is going to challenge our feelings and that's fine. It doesn't mean just because you're going on like some kind of spiritual journey, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be angry about something. We're all human, so we're going to have these feelings. We're going to experience it. But now that we have the awareness, we get we have a choice, basically. And that's what being aware is about. I'm going to close out. This is Maribel Blue signing off. Thank you for listening. And as always, remember, be good to yourself, be good to each other, and most importantly, take care of you. Bye, everybody.